first day of shooting, we picked the most difficult set ever. Smoke, mirrors in every direction. Love it. Welcome to Twilight. You're listening to Another Bite of Twilight, a podcast where we look back on our obsession with the Twilight Saga and continue to freak out ten years later. Hey guys, (laughs) happy Twilight Tuesday, oh my god, we're back, we're back bitches, we're back, thought you saw The Last of Us, (laughs) you didn't, you didn't, I'm Mel, (laughs) I'm Kel, and yeah, this is a very serious Twilight podcast, yeah, very serious, it's will make you cry <laughs> oh my gosh wait i have to say something this is what? a big episode do you oh, know why why it's our 50th episode oh my god you're right isn't that crazy isn't that like 50 oh 50 let's reflect on this 50 i can't believe that i know that is so many episodes it's kind of insane so many hours We've recorded more than 50 hours yeah because some of them are like hours yeah even <laughs> multiple days of the podcast of our life some podcasts though have like 700 episodes i know so. <laughs> <laughs> like There's, it's crazy for us yeah big step for us yeah crazy i don't know it feels like a lot i feel like everybody in our personal lives you know we've said it like oh how have you run out of things to say like how much can you say i know and we still have so much left to say especially in 50 episodes (laughs) on hiatus especially i kept on hiatus it's like a tv show or something i kept writing a list of notes of just different ideas that i had i didn't know this now yeah well it's mostly things that sometimes people would recommend us so if you guys have any ideas we're talking about that topics that you want us to talk about do maybe do an episode for just shoot it our mm-hmm. way because mm-hmm. yeah and some some of them have been repeated so those are probably going to actually happen you know yeah the ones that people keep saying so. yeah a lot of people keep saying they want an episode on the deleted scenes so yeah. that will come eventually yeah i was thinking about this today like i was thinking about our podcast and how weird it is to me in a way <laughs> it's crazy i've said this a million times it's crazy to me that people listen but i i get it like you listen to the kardashian one mm-hmm. i listen to a podcast literally about the view about the view yeah and i've i haven't listened to tons like that but i've listened you know i used to listen to the game of thrones one mm-hmm. and then i listened to one where they just talk about like culture and it'll be things I already have opinions on, like Lana Del Rey or something. Yeah. It's like, why do we seek out, why do we want to hear what other people have to say about something I know. that we already, you know, watched or read or saw or read about or something? Like, why is that? Well, I feel like it's just great when it's a niche interest of yours yeah, and true. you have no friends. Like, I don't really true, yeah. have many friends that are into the Kardashians or I'm, I don't even into them. I just find them fascinating. Mm-hmm. And The View, I have no friends who are yeah. obsessed with it. Because <laughs> why would you be at like 24 years old? <laughs> so I, and these people, it's called Deja The View. Check it out if you guys like The View on ABC. <laughs> um, and they just talk about The View and they're young. I think they're young. Yeah. Like <laughs> friends talking about it and it's so funny. So funny yeah it feels like they're my friends like i feel like i know them and for some reason maybe there's just like some 
human instinct to just want to know what other people think. Because, mm-hmm. like, I would listen to more than one Game of Thrones podcast. Like, I already saw the episode. I already talked about it with my friends. Yeah. But I still, for some reason, I'm like, what do they have to say about it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know? It's like, what did they think? Well, it is interesting. Because, actually, for a while, I was listening to three Kardashian podcasts. Yeah. And they all, like, there was one that was praising them and loved oh, yeah, them yeah. and just, like, Really, they like Kim Kardashian did something. They go, oh, Kim, she's so great. And then one kind of made fun of them, but they weren't that critical. And then one is super, super critical. Mm-hmm. So it's like interesting to get all those different perspectives and to see like where your opinion lies. Well, Mel, look at you getting your um, your world news from so many <laughs> different sources. <laughs> it's really responsible. Yeah, <laughs> I know. And then so we know there's like other Twilight podcasts too. So it's interesting to see probably how yeah. we compare and I, we don't really listen to them because we want to stay like authentic to our podcast i feel like if i did listen i would adopt their opinions a little bit yeah no too I much think that we can get inspiration from other podcasts you know yeah like we we both listen to other things about random topics and like sometimes that inspires me yeah i feel yeah. like that would be too shallow of a pool to be like also listening to twilight podcasts yeah. you know <laughs> be weird (laughs) but yeah so we're back to talk about midnight sun for our 50th episode so excited we could have done something where we like reflect and yeah maybe the 100th episode you think we'll make it i hope so (laughs) i don't feel like we're slowing down i know and like apparently apparently there'll be two more books maybe oh my god yeah by stephanie meyer we have to keep going for the next 10 years uh (laughs) but as we said we said this on our patreon sorry guys but um but we don't know when the hell those will ever come out if they ever do so yeah yeah (laughs) it seems like she's in the very beginning stages of that which is weird that she would bring it up because you know that now, whenever she does any press for anything else or drops mm. another book, people are going to be like, well, where are the Twilight sequels? I know. I wonder why she said it. Yeah, I'm surprised. Hmm. Maybe she's had a change of heart. Maybe yeah. she's into it again. Right now, actually, I'm drinking pomegranate, sparkling pomegranate juice with rum. And Mel has, well, Mel has another alcoholic bev, mm-hmm. but she also has some of the pomegranate juice, and we're drinking it for Midnight Sun. Yes, and we also ate mushroom ravioli yep. beforehand, which is a bit of a tradition. We don't always keep up with it, but when we record, a lot of times we'll have mushroom ravioli <laughs> beforehand. <laughs> yeah, twice a month. Are you guys even a fan? <laughs> yes. Because <laughs> we eat mushroom ravioli. <laughs> yeah, we were joking earlier because I bought this juice just because it's pomegranate. And then I was like, oh, should we like start buying apples? Yeah, because of, <laughs> of the Twilight cover. Yeah. And then and Mel was going on like, oh, I have a... St- I always have a string, a red string with me because of my clips. <laughs> like a ribbon in my hair. I always play chess. I always play chess. I'm sure <laughs> someone plays chess because of Twilight. That flower on the new moon cover, do you think that that's even possible to have? Is that a real flower? It's like white with red. I think it is. I'm sure someone knows. I, th- <laughs> I think it is, yeah. Uh, correction? That is... <laughs> That's that, a real flower. That is a real flower. <laughs> it is from my home country. 
Wait, I want to look that up. I wonder if we can get I think those. it is. I think someone's at one point said something to us about the flower, but mm. I can't remember. That's cool. That's a beautiful flower, mm -hmm. if it's real. I don't know why. I kind of thought maybe it was photoshopped or something. I can't even remember what beautiful. the Brie Tanner cover is. It's an hourglass. Oh, yeah. But, but remember, I I totally forgot that that was the cover, and that was my idea for Midnight Sun <laughs> cover. <laughs> I was like, oh, that would be cool if it was an hourglass. That was literally the Brie Tanner. Oh, my God. Brie Tanner is just forgotten. Yeah. Well, no, because Stephanie says she's writing sequel that will include i don't think it's about freaky fred or whatever but it will include him so everyone's super excited about that i did like him i did i did no i mean definitely not forgotten by stephanie but i feel like it's forgotten mm -hmm. well at least by us yeah <laughs> <laughs> i have really liked Britanner, and actually the Britanner episode that we did not to toot our own horns. I I liked that episode. Yeah, I did too. I should re-listen. It was a... Uh, Sorry to forget. Forgotten Gem. Yeah. That one. We'll have an illustrated <laughs> guide episode eventually. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> should we do the um, graphic novel? <laughs> yeah, that could what be What can fun. we say about that? Like, oh, this drawing of Edward is so hot. Yeah. <laughs> I'm attracted to an illustration guide. <laughs> <laughs> what do I do? Okay. Okay. Let's we're get getting, into we're it. We're going to get into the book. Wait, I wanted to say, I wanted to tease that I wanted yeah. to play a voice message from our listener, Kaya. Yes. At the end of the show. So stay tuned for that. At the end of the show. Okay. So. Midnight Sun. So we left off. We finished talking about chapter four. Midnight Sun, the novel. This is huge. It's so it's, big. I... I don't feel worthy to discuss this book. I know. <laughs> There's so much in it. So now we're on chapter five, Invitations. And at this point in the novel, Edward has decided that he's going to ignore Bella hmm. and be mean to her so that way she forgets about him and isn't attracted to him, hmm. which is a terrible idea <laughs> and really mean, but... Well, I understand. It's a good idea for what he's trying to achieve mm -hmm. right now. But not a good... Yeah. So they're in class in biology, and he's being pretty cold towards her. This time around, I just... I didn't take notes. I just underlined things. Mm -hmm. And didn't even write any comments. So just a warning. There might be times where I'm like, why did I underline that? <laughs> I don't know what I'm trying to say. But uh, I thought it was... Okay, this is just really exciting to me. On page 88, which is the second page of this chapter, mm -hmm. um, he says, Did I love her? I did not think so. Not yet. Blah, 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 blah. Not letting myself love her was the opposite of falling. It was pulling myself up a cliff, fa cliff face, hand over hand. The task is grueling as if I had no more than mortal strength. Which, oh, obviously he loves her. Oh, no. Why would he say, like, did I love her? But it's... This was very exciting to me because I feel like this is the first time he recognizes his deep feelings for her, you know? Yeah. Because he's so preoccupied with Bella. He's obsessed. Yeah, he cannot get her off his mind at mm -hmm. all. On page 89, I blocked off this one section and I wrote, read this. I love it. <laughs> but I don't know why I loved it, so I'm just going to read it. Okay. <laughs> I said, or... Stephanie said, The curiosity was the most constant of my torments. The question never out of my mind. 
What is she thinking now? When I heard her quiet sigh, when she twisted a lock of hair absently around her finger, when she threw her books down with more force than usual, mm. when she rushed into class late, when she tapped her foot impatiently against the floor, each movement caught in my peripheral vision with a maddening mystery. When she spoke to the other human students, I analyzed her every word and tone. Was she speaking her thoughts or what she thought she should say? It often sounded to me as though she was trying to say what her audience expected and this reminded me of my family and our daily life of illusion we were better at it than she was but why would she have to play a role she was one of them a human teenager i liked that part too yeah yeah i guess it's it's yeah he's so fixated on her and i love the way that he's learning to read her mind in other ways the Mm -hmm. way us humans have to do Mm -hmm. all the time um I related, I mean, I don't relate to the latter part really, but definitely relate to, you know, wondering when you're so into someone and you're yeah. like, what are they thinking? What are they thinking? And everything that she does, he's like, what does that mean? Yeah. Like, that she threw books down and stuff. Yeah, I really liked that part too, Mel. What? Okay, I underlined some other things. Well, I thought it was interesting. Right before that, he said, more than a month passed. I hadn't realized that a month passed. No, I didn't either. What? Yeah, apparently it did. I thought it was much closer together. So then on the next page, they're doing a group project, and I found this really interesting that kids in class <laughs> want to work with Edward because yeah. he's so smart, which is kind of contradictory to the fact that kids are also instinctively afraid of him, and they don't yeah. know why, but I thought that was really funny. Ben Dawes <laughs> and Nicholas looked Gari quickly asked if I would join them. <laughs> like his first name, last name. I shrugged my acceptance. Because you're just going to do all the work. Yeah. <laughs> I liked that part too. And then he notices that... So Bella's doing her project with Mike. And then she asks this girl, Tara, to join their group. And Mike's like, what? Because Tara is a stoner and obviously failing class. So crazy. Crazy. Because we have no references to weed or stoners. This was exciting. Although I will say I don't necessarily like the stereotype that stoners are not good in school. That's not realistic. Sometimes it's true. Sometimes it's true. (laughs) Not every time. Not every time. (laughs) But like there are sometimes people like that. Yeah, definitely. But I know what you're saying. But I, it was exciting to me. I know, I never thought the word stoner would be in a Twilight book. Yeah. And that's so sweet of Bella that she's, you know, thinking of someone else. I don't know if I necessarily would think to ask someone in class who's, like, clearly failing and not a good student to be in my group project. Would you? I don't think I would ask for that reason. I would maybe ask if someone didn't have a partner. Oh, me too, but yeah. I don't know if I would think about someone's doing poorly yeah Yeah. have you ever done the whole group project in school for the group yeah i don't think so or like been a partner and you did the whole project yourself yeah i think i have kind of in that situation yeah Mm -hmm. done like most of the work yeah Mm -hmm. i've done that too Mm -hmm. although one time in college i did a group i was doing a presentation with this girl 
and we went to meet to work on the project and I had taken notes and like did research and Mm -hmm. then I went to meet her and she had already made the entire project and like the (gasps) PowerPoint and everything and then she just goes yeah I already did it so like this is what we're gonna say what and then afterwards like I it was hard for me to present on it because I didn't do any of it yeah and afterwards she like took full credit and was acting like I didn't do anything even though I had prepared my notes but like she had just like taken full control it was so annoying why would she do that I don't know she control freaks for the satisfaction yeah that's crazy yeah I was in a film class and we had these film groups they were like four people and it's basically me and Brian Hepburn Hey, Brian. Shout out, Brian. <laughs> He's cool. Uh, and then our two other partners didn't do anything. Ugh, and Brian and I were actually really into it. We yeah. were... Brian, if you're listening, I don't... <laughs> <laughs> Brian and I were great creative partners. We really were. Yeah. But our other two members did not do a single thing. And at the end of the semester, we actually, like, outed them. And I told the professor they didn't You do know, anything. I've done the same thing. And... <laughs> So admitting that on the podcast right now, I feel like such a narc. But no, but it was not cool. It's I mean, not fair. The professor didn't know. Like we kept making these short films and stuff, and he didn't know that the other two weren't doing anything. It was yeah. actually really hard yeah. to do it with just two people. So you know what? Actually, this. Sorry, I will get back into midnight in a second. <laughs> but to remind me, I was in a dance class in college. Yeah. And so the final project was to make up a dance, and my roommate was one of my group members, but then we had two other group members. Yeah. And we invited them over to our suite to make the dance up, and they never showed up. We never heard from them. So this is, like, right before our final project. Mm -hmm. Literally never heard from them, either of them. So weird. So the day of the project... We had come come up with a dance, but they didn't know the choreography yeah. for it. So they we had just to, screwed themselves over. Yeah, so we had to ask like the teacher if we could have like ten minutes before class. We taught them the dance like really quick. It was the stupidest dance ever. And the other groups had like Irish step or like break dancing, and ours was like a literal interpretation of lyrics because it was just like there was no time, and it was so embarrassing. And actually. One of the people in the class was literally, like, a professional dancer from, like, So You Think You Can Dance or something. Mm -hmm. Like, it was, like, really good dancers, and it was just the most embarrassing thing ever. (laughs) Poor Mel. Yeah. Poor Mel. (laughs) What's up with these people just not... Just not showing up. I know. What? That's not not how life works. I'll just skate on by. Bella would definitely show up, for sure. So, I, I thought this chapter was so cool because there's just a lot about the kids Mm -hmm. and Bella and their interests and pop culture and stuff and just things that you never hear about in the rest of the series. Like I really liked this part on page 90. Then there was the time at lunch and Jessica and Lauren were talking about the number one dream destination on their bucket list. Jessica chose Jamaica only to feel immediately one up to Lauren countered with the French Riviera. Tyler chimed in with Amsterdam thinking of the famous red red light district (laughs) and the others began sounding off. I waited anxiously for Bella's answer to the question but before Mike who liked the idea of Rio? Why is Rio always in here? I know. Could, ta- could ask for her take. Eric enthusiastically named Comic Con, and the table erupted in laughter. What a dork, Lauren hissed. They kind of make fun of him, and then Bella says, "No, that's cool." Bella insisted, "That's where I want to go too." Mike was immediately backpedaling. I mean, I guess some of the costumes are cool. Slave Leia. <laughs> oh my God, that was crazy. 
And then Mike thinks, should have kept my mouth shut. Yeah, because he was making fun of it. Yeah. But then later, okay, I thought it was cool. Eric started breaking down ticket prices and hotels, talking about Comic-Con, versus, okay, ticket prices and hotels versus sleeping in a car. And I underlined that because, I don't know, it's just cool. Like, it just shows kids with no money and yeah. stuff. And having to sleep in a car. But then, Bella, it's kind of, like, revealed... Well, Edward notices. By the way, Edward's just hardcore eavesdropping this entire time. Yeah. He's straight up stalking. <laughs> but uh, notices that Bella didn't actually know where Comic-Con was. Because mm-hmm. she didn't know it was in San Diego. She just said it to make Eric kind of feel better. Yeah. yeah. So sweet. So sweet. And it's also funny because Twilight, the movie itself, went to Comic-Con. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I felt like that was Stephanie nodding to that. Yeah. <laughs> so funny yeah. I, th- I thought it was interesting that when edward is observing all of this he makes an observation and said you know he's very jealous of mike newton and he mm-hmm. says he was becoming more confident of her too as time passed for she seemed to prefer him over those he considered his rivals tyler crowley eric yorkie and even sporadically myself hmm. obviously bella does not prefer mike to edward but does she really prefer mike to tyler and eric I think not, but I think Mike maybe pursues Bella more. I think she definitely prefers him to Tyler. Yeah, probably. Because Tyler's so pushy. And he makes, he like tells people they're going to prom together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Eric, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it, when we when we read Twilight, we liked Mike. Yeah. So, I mean, I think Bella actually does like him, but just doesn't want to date him, so she feels uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Ugh. I know. Through Edward's point of view, hearing his thoughts, it kind of ruins Mike. I know. <laughs> but no, but it's also kind of cute how much he hates Mike. Yeah. And so he, at this point, is like so tuned into their conversations. And, you know, they're talking about the, the dance that they're mm-hmm. thinking about going to. And he's like very jealous and just getting increasingly more anxious about it. Mm-hmm. And I love how on page 94 he says... To think it had come to this. I was utterly fixated on the petty high school drama I <laughs> once held so in contempt. Mm-hmm. Which I think is so cute. He's obsessed. Wait, I wanted to say on the page before that a couple things. Well, mm-hmm. yeah, just about Mike. He says that he imagined backhanding him across the room and into the far wall. Oh, poor Mike. Crazy. He's violent, <laughs> Edward. Um, and then... Uh, and finally, the last of my torments, the most painful, Bella's indifference. As I ignored her, she ignored me. She never tried to speak to me again. For all I knew, she never thought about me at all. Mm. Oh, Edward, no, that's not true. And then I loved, a couple of paragraphs later, Alice says, Bella's gonna, st- <laughs> Bella's going to stare at Edward in a minute. Look normal. Oh my gosh. Oh. I love the bits of pieces we get <laughs> with Alice's visions. Mm-hmm. Gonna stare at Edward in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, it's just so weird to know that. And then I liked on 95, Edward says, obviously talking about Bella, she was lovely and intriguing, and human males were not oblivious to this fact. Oh, cute. I love, okay, so I wrote LOL, no, I wrote love to 
Sorry, I didn't see. I didn't know over it. <laughs> is it funny or what's the deal? <laughs> I know. I don't think it is funny. Okay, page 96. I said I love this section. Don't remember what it was, so I'll just read it. Okay. I turned to read her face again. For the first time in more than a month, it was sharp relief to allow myself this. I imagined it would feel the same to press ice to an aching burn, an abrupt cessation of pain. Her eyes were closed and her hands pressed against the sides of her face, her shoulders curved inward defensively. She shook her head so slightly as if she were trying to push some thought from her mind. Frustrating. Fascinating. Mm. It's such a... I think what I love about it is it's such a relief because he has not been... He's been trying to avoid her. Yeah. And here he's giving in. Finally looks at her. Oh. On the next page, you know, they're in class right Mm -hmm. now with Mr. Banner. And I thought it was funny that... You know, he's obsessing over Bella. He's not paying attention. And then Mr. Banner calls on him, and he says, I picked the correct answer out of his head. I never even realized that, like, yeah, usually when you ask someone a question, like, you are thinking of the answer. Yeah. And that Edward can just do that. Like, yeah, he would exactly. always get every single question right. He doesn't even need to hear what the question yeah. was. <laughs> a little cheater. It's crazy getting Edward's thoughts. I feel like it'll probably come up later, but... It's a little bit weird how the Cullens don't speak aloud what they want to say to Edward. They just think it, and he responds, because I almost feel like... have it. Yeah, I almost feel like if I lived with Edward and I knew he could read minds for my own boundaries, which probably don't mm-hmm. exist in this family, I would want Edward to only respond to things that I say out loud unless I said so in my head, because, yeah. of course, you always think about things that you don't want people to know i know and like it's he can read minds from far away so like they kind of have no privacy even if they're like in a completely different room in the house i know so well it must get confusing yeah that's true because i think they do the fact that he can read minds from far away they use that on purpose like they do communicate to him like edward yeah they try to talk to him especially in front of other humans yeah they talk to him through their thoughts but then other times i think like you said you they probably wouldn't want him listening but yeah i don't know yeah i would do the same thing i'd be like yo only respond when i speak out loud please yeah but edward <laughs> edward doesn't have like he doesn't really care like he will just angrily respond to people's thoughts like, i know they'll keep your thoughts to yourself even like esme <laughs> will be like oh i wonder and he's like no yeah <laughs> even though they're not talking to you yeah like they can't help it they're just thinking <laughs> you know what i honestly wouldn't want to live with edward if he could read my thoughts i would hate that i would yeah, hate that it'd be i would so humiliating no privacy in my own mind i know no wonder he's like insufferable and yeah yeah makes sense why he would never have a successful romantic relationship like no. i don't understand how that could work out no because you need space and, like, yeah. even though Bella and Edward really are, like, kind of codependent, mm-hmm. they at least have that little <laughs> bit of space that they aren't in each other's thoughts. I never thought I would, yeah, say that Edward and Bella have space. Yeah. <laughs> but they do. Compared to everything else. I kind of wish that Bella wasn't the only person. Well, now he's come across Charlie. Wait, is this jumping ahead? I don't think so. But he can't really read Charlie's thoughts. He can kind of read them, but not really. 
I don't know. It, it, I kind of wish Bella wasn't the only person he's ever met that he couldn't read the thoughts to. Cause yeah, I wish he couldn't also read Renesmee's thoughts. Yeah. Because no one wants that. No one wants your dad to yeah. be able to read yeah, every, yeah, yeah. or know everything you're thinking. Yeah. But I don't know. It just feels a little too perfect that she's the only one. I can't read her thoughts. Yeah, but... I feel like that's why he's so drawn to her. That is why he's drawn to yeah. her. But it feels hard. I mean, it's about vampires, but it feels hard to believe. Yeah. I don't know. Hard to believe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Let's see. I guess that's just, that's just what it is. So even though he's being cold to her, he suddenly breaks it. Mm-hmm. And he says, Bella, I said. Oh, no, I don't. I don't think he probably said it like that. He probably said it like, Bella, I said, unable to stop myself. My willpower lay in shreds, which I thought was so cute. Mm. And then Bella goes, what? She finally said, wait, this is probably in Twilight. I keep, oh my gosh, I keep like freaking out about things. And then I'm like, wait, that's dialogue that was in Twilight. Oh, I've actually read this before. Are you speaking to me again? But I think she literally says that in Twilight. Mm -hmm. So So they speak. They talk. It's just so exciting. They talk. She, oh, she's asked out to the dance, but mm-hmm. she says she's going to Seattle. Edward's eavesdropping hardcore. Mm-hmm. She gets asked out again by Tyler, turns it down two, and then, I don't know, do you have anything for this? Oh, I thought it was so savage that, like, Eric asks her out, and Edward says, I was abruptly and unexpectedly anxious. What if this gangly teen with his unhealthy skin was somehow pleasing to her? <laughs> Edward. <laughs> He's so mean. <laughs> well. But that's true. When you, and I hate to say it, but when you like someone and you're jealous and they're t- talking to anyone else, or, yeah. <laughs> you start getting really mean in yeah. your head. You're like, oh, <laughs> They have an ugly face. They are then, smelly. Or, oh, you try to find the and you fault. You start to be like, what if he's into her, even though she's so awkward? Like, what if he? I don't know. It's horrible, <laughs> but you start to like become a terrible person. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I guess that's why jealousy is like a sin. Sin. Well, yeah. Yeah. Turns you into a bad person. Yeah. <laughs> but then he goes to her house goes to her room he's creeping Mm -hmm. and the whole time he knows it's bad yeah which was cool yeah he says i was repulsed by myself as i watched her toss again and then i like how he said which we've said this on the show yeah what were human rules to me after all how many did i ignore on a daily basis and then he thinks about all the illegal things his family regularly does yeah and then he says I love this. And then there were all the murders. Yeah. <laughs> In italics. Yeah. If you've already <laughs> murdered someone and then you go watch them sleep, like, that seems like nothing in comparison. Yeah. <laughs> He's literally a vampire. Yeah. So. A vampire. He doesn't have to. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's not the same Probably. as if a person. If Mike did it, it'd be sketchy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah we talked about this with uh our friend dan on the show that he's a vampire he transcends social norms totally yeah one of the scariest 
monster supernatural things probably i mean a zombie mm -hmm. wouldn't really have the intelligence to do something like that yeah a wizard you'd be like why you'd still be like why are you doing that yeah um, <laughs> <laughs> what else is there maybe a werewolf um, mermaid can't really do that <laughs> um yeah i don't know a witch yeah yeah maybe pretty scary for sure <laughs> yeah he says human laws have never applied to me and this was hardly my first adventure with breaking and entering like true it makes perfect sense to me i'm not bothered by it <laughs> if anything like vampires that's what they do they go mm -hmm. in people's houses they and lurk. they drink their blood yeah exactly that's what happened in Dracula. This is a vampire story. <laughs> Let's stop applying human rules to this. Well, luckily, I think everyone listening agrees. Yes. Because <laughs> they like Twilight. Unless unless you don't. Oh, yeah, we used to always say that. If you love Twilight, if, if you, you hate, hate it. Twilight. But honestly, this is probably not the podcast for you if you hate it. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe if you hate it, but you love us, sure, go for it. <laughs> yeah, what were we trying to say by that? I don't know, that, like, we can be critical of it. Yeah, and that is why a lot of people, I, we said this on Patreon, we don't get a lot of haters, but when we do, they always say, like, we're not real fans. Mm -hmm. But I think that it shows how much you love something to criticize some parts of it because you criticize it because you love it. It's only so, okay when I say it. Yeah, exactly. And you you hold it to a higher standard. <laughs> yeah. Like we're part of this, so we're allowed to. Mm -hmm. But also, maybe those people have never listened to the show. Yeah, it could be it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what do you have next? I have something on page 109. I have something on 108. Okay, you go first. Well, this is one of the quotes that was teased by stephanie meyer i think but it's when Ed bella says his name out loud and edward thinks could a dead frozen heart break oh wait that's on 109 no it's on 108 oh what this that's is so weird why is yours different yeah mine's on 109 oh that's odd it's actually before she says his name but mm -hmm. he's feeling really down and depressed about all of this he's like it didn't thinking about leaving he's like it didn't really matter if i left because bella could never see me the way i wish she would never see me as someone worthy of love could a dead mm -hmm. frozen heart break i felt as though mine would and then right then she says his name edward bella said oh yeah you're right i it's froze staring at no what his <laughs> face says the same thing on 109 <laughs> he repeats himself he says could a dead frozen heart beat again i felt oh. as though mine were about to no just repeating but yeah, he hears her say his name, Edward. She mumbled softly, says it again, and then she says, Stay, don't go, please, don't go. Which, of course, we don't get this in Twilight. Yeah. It's really sweet. I love when Edward starts to feel human mm -hmm. in different ways. Here, Here's the title, kind of. He says, So how is it possible that the sun was rising now in the middle of my midnight? Yeah, it's interesting how... I think all the books have the title in them at some point. Yeah, I think which so. Which I appreciate. Yeah, it's cool. That happens in movies a lot. Yeah. And I don't mean like the Twilight movies. I just mean there's often parts where like someone says it and then you're yeah. like, oh, there it is. There's the title. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there's the title. I had um, 
So, Edward is talking about vampires and what it's like when they meet. Mm. He says, when change came for one of us, it was a rare permanent thing. I had seen it happen with Carlisle, and then a decade later, with Rosalie, love had changed them in eternal, in an eternal way, a way that would never fade. More than 80 years had passed since Carlisle found Esme, and yet he still looked at her with the incredulous eyes of first love. It was, it would always be so for them. Which I wrote in my notes, is this really any different from imprinting? Like, it seems a lot like imprinting. Yeah, it does. But there are also some times when it's not really the case, like, not to jump ahead with James and Victoria. It doesn't seem very mm-hmm. a relationship of equals. And then, you know, Tanya obviously has the hots for Edward. Not really in an intense way. Yeah. But unreciprocated feelings there. Yeah. I think that they fall in love in a much more, like, organic way. Yeah. And then once they're in love, I guess it stays that way. But, mm-hmm. yeah, obviously vampires can have feelings for people and it's not imprinting. Yeah. Like, I don't think Edward... It wasn't love at first sight when he saw Bella. Yeah, He was kind true. of like, oh, whatever. Yeah, he didn't just see her from yeah. across the room and fall to his knees. <laughs> it's Suddenly like it gravity. Wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't gravity holding me to the earth. It was a yeah. hundred strings. No, iron cables holding <laughs> me to her. And everything else, my family, my <laughs> car, my Wow, friends. this is good. <laughs> Remember, it's like... Snip, snip, snip. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Jacob really lost himself in that relationship. Yeah, he really did. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't even want to think about it. My next yeah. note is on 112. What about you? Mine's 111. You go first. <laughs> it's like a card game. Yeah. Okay, he goes to school. I ran to school, arriving a few seconds after my siblings did. Oh, I think I just thought it was funny. I waited until no one was looking and then strolled casually from between the trees into the full lot of parked cars. It's just weird. Like, I don't mm. know. It's just running through town and then that. And then I liked the part. Uh,. He says, I wanted to laugh at myself or kick myself. All my plotting and planning was certainly moot if she didn't care for me too, wasn't it? Her dream could have been about something completely random. I was such an arrogant fool. Hmm. I like that. I like that Edward guy. You know, he's self-aware. Yeah. Sometimes he can be a little arrogant, but he knows it. He knows it. It makes a huge difference. <laughs> I like that. So, you know how he blocks Bella's car in so he can hear Tyler mm-hmm. ask her out? Yeah. My note is just, I don't really understand, I can't visualize this that well, because what is Edward doing while he's sitting there in his car? I think he's waiting for his sibs, siblings to get in the car. Okay. But, like, really, he should have just stayed parked and then done that. I think that's what he's doing, right? Yeah. It's just weird. I feel like there's no way to, like, casually do that. Yeah, you know, like, like just be sitting there in your car and not moving. Yeah, because especially a real person would like honk and be like, yeah. "Hey, can you move?" Like, does Bella honk? I don't think she does. Guys, when there's a mic in front of you and you know the clock's ticking, it's hard to scan pages really quickly. It is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I don't know what's think going so. on. Because I mean, then Tyler walks up to her and I she's like, "Colin's." Oh yeah. Like blocked me in or whatever once again i underlined the wasting of finite resources is everyone's business as if that's not in twilight and oh i love how he keeps repeating to himself keep it light yeah keep it light i'll see you be chill man be chill be chill that's basically what he's saying 
Do you ever have to do that to yourself to be like... Oh, yeah, of course. To adjust your tone? Yeah. I have been having issues lately where I make a joke and it doesn't sound like a joke. It's happened with you so many times. And it's yeah, like, that's true. why what, you sound upset right now? And it's like, no, well, it's supposed to be funny. And I'm just like, the delivery is all wrong. Do you mean in real life or like over text? In real life, especially. Oh. Hmm. Like, remember in, um, this happened a couple times at the Twilight Festival, but someone said she had sand from Isle Esme. And I go, oh, the real Isle, no, really? Or something? Yeah. And it didn't sound like a joke at all. <laughs> it didn't didn't <laughs> i don't know i struggle with tone lately for jokes my delivery's off that was a year ago though <laughs> true lately. lately lately well the reason he says that just for anyone listening i don't know if you forgot whatever is he's asking he he heard her story as to why she can't go to the dance and she's mm. going to seattle and he says can i drive you because mm. i don't think your truck can make it and he says, but can your truck make it there on one tank of gas? It's so funny. Yeah. It really is. And she's like, I don't see how that's any of your business. <laughs> yeah. It's true. They're wasting a finite resources. is everyone's business. <laughs> oh, Edward. Oh, that was smooth. That I was know. fast. <laughs> can you imagine someone in your grade actually caring? Like, um. I think your car is not very eco-friendly. Yeah, so, so I, I think I should drive you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if someone actually that was like Cute. their pure <laughs> intent, like it, they had no ulterior motive, they just wanted to like <laughs> help the environment a little bit. What would you think? Would that be like really I'd, annoying? I would be really out. Yeah, <laughs> I would be kind of insulted. Me too. Even though I also care about. The wasting of finite resources. Because mm-hmm. that's a car, you know? Yeah. Yeah, you know, it does bother me just a teeny bit that Edward is a little bit elitist about her truck. Because I don't think Belle's family has that much money. I find like, it weird because I feel like vintage cars... Are cool, yeah. Are... In this situation, it's like a hand-me-down, whatever. But usually, I think rich people have vintage cars. So yeah. I don't get it. I don't know. I don't understand the snobbery. So the next chapter is chapter six, blood type. This is, of course, the chapter when they're blood typing in class and Bella faints. Mm-hmm. And Mike Newton has to take her to the nurse's office. And here we get the different perspective of Edward when he sees Bella unconscious for the first time. Because uh, she does faint a couple times in the book. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I just realized the toilet was still running. Oh, no. <laughs> Hope you guys are okay with that. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah. yeah in, if you guys have read Twilight, you've read this chapter. But, yeah, no. It's an MS point of Yeah, I'm not leaving it. That's really real. It's very real. Yeah, he's really nervous because he sees that she's you know, very pale and stuff, and mm-hmm. just so nervous. He says, humans were quite exasperatingly fragile. There are a million different things to worry about. Wait. Oh, wait, that's way before. That's way before. But so before sorry. this, before this, that was kind of a big moment. What? Like, he has her come over to his table. Oh, yes. I yes. mean, yeah, we've seen it in Twilight, so maybe it's not that big of a deal, but mm-hmm. everything feels like a big deal. Like, yeah. he does the thing where... He 
motions with his finger to join him and mm-hmm. then winks and her mouth falls open i don't know if this is a little bit purposeful and i love alice so i, I don't mean to shit on her but you know edward is so tormented he doesn't know what he wants to do and mm-hmm. alice keeps being like can i talk to her now can i be a friend like and yeah. she's being like really eager and sweet it's really sweet but for some reason it, it's annoying me a little bit I'm yeah, like, I felt Alice, that way too. chill. Yeah, me too. Like, be patient. Yeah. I know. <laughs> I don't know why. I felt that way too, actually. Because I'm just, I just want Edward to, like, get there in his own time, even though he is, like, taking mm-hmm. too long. And <laughs> I don't know. I'm just, like, annoyed yeah. by Alice, like, constantly. Sometimes it kind of takes the fun out of it a little bit mm-hmm. that she knows everything. Yeah, I agree. You know? And also, it's weird how excited she is. I mean, I guess her visions are very visceral sometimes. Mm-hmm. And that's why she, like, went to go see the Collins. Oh, wait, wait, spoiler, I guess. Uh, no, he, he talks about that in Twilight, actually. But it's just hard to be so excited about a friend you haven't really gotten to know yet. <laughs> yeah, like, why is she so excited? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you haven't even experienced it yet, girl. Yeah. Chill. It's gonna happen. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, so Bella says, like, you know, they're talking about being friends. And she says, so in plain English, are we friends now? And he says, I pondered that for a second. Friends, I repeated. I didn't like the sound of that. It wasn't <laughs> enough. Mm-hmm. Which is really cute to me. It is cute. So many comments in my book are just so cute. <laughs> <laughs> oh, one thing I noticed in the cafeteria mm-hmm. is Bella never really eats in Twilight that often. Yeah. She's never hungry, and I, there's such an emphasis on that. I'm guessing it's just her anxiety of, mm-hmm. like, being around Edward. Yeah, I think she's always just feels sick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she's so nervous or whatever. But, yeah, it's interesting. Is this kind of supposed to be one of those parallels, like, oh, she's almost a vampire already? Yeah, I was thinking that. <laughs> I don't love it because I yeah. think, you know, food is so great, mm-hmm. but... Oh, yeah, this is when she has her lemonade, mm-hmm. and he takes the cap... Is a little souvenir. That's really cute. Mm-hmm. And then our friend B actually sent us a picture. Did she send it? And she might have yeah. sent it on Instagram. Yeah. Where uh, Robert Pattinson was spotted recently at like outdoor dining, and he had a bottle cap in his hand. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it looked perfect. <sighs> cute. I don't know. It's just nuts to read yeah. from his perspective, like Bella guessing what he is, mm-hmm. and that she knows he's something. Ugh, it's like, oh shit. Okay, sorry I skipped ahead. Now <laughs> we're getting to the when he sees Bella unconscious. And he's like, oh, I'll take her. You go back to class. And Mike says, no, I'm supposed to do it. And then I love how Edward said, I wasn't going to stand around arguing with this moron. And then he just takes Bella from <laughs> him. Walks her to class, or to the nurse's office. Also, before that, I think he tells Bella in Twilight... Yeah, like, I was in my car listening to a CD, but we get, on page 125, he says that he was listening to Debussy on my favorite calming CD, mm. which is cool. Stephanie, we'll get to it, but does a lot of that, like, tells us what it was. Yeah. Like, in Twilight, they talk about favorite movies, favorite music, but they don't say what it I is. I love and that. Now, now they do say. Oh, my we'll God. We'll get to that. It's so exciting. I know. It's cool. It's almost weird. I was, weird. Like, underlining everything. <laughs> yeah. I know. It's weird to hear, like, specific. It's kind of freaky. Yeah. <laughs> Too real. Oh, Yeah. 
And he says, staring at her mouth made me feel strange. Made me want to move closer to her, which is not a good idea. Oh, Edward. Mm -hmm. Horny Edward. Starting. I love it. He's thinking about Mrs. Goff, how she's like into him or whatever. And he thinks, hmm, I would have liked to believe that Bella found me attractive like other humans did, but when did Bella ever have the same reaction as other humans? I shouldn't get my hopes up. Ugh. Oh. Just ridiculous. I like, know. He, he thinks that Bella isn't into him. So but it's cute. Mike arrives back in the nurse's office because they got another fainter. <laughs> and, um... <laughs> Here he's trying to shoot his <laughs> shot by inviting Bella to La Push for La Push baby La Push for the weekend, and I like how he says to Bella, "We're meeting at my dad's store at 10 and then he thinks, "And Colin's not invited." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just laughed out loud. Mm. So funny. It's funny when Edward. Because Bella invites Edward to La Push, mm -hmm. and then Edward says, I didn't even underline this, but I'm just seeing it. Let's you and I not push poor Mike any further this week. We don't want him to snap. Mm -hmm. I thought about snapping poor Mike myself. Enjoyed <laughs> the mental picture intensely. Oh my god, he's so petty. Oh uh, yeah. I just love how... <sighs> Wait, maybe I shouldn't say this. What? Well, he just has no idea how annoying Jacob is going to be later on. I know. On. And even I kind of wish we could see that. Even when he sees Jacob in the yeah. story, he's like, poor boy. Like, he's just not really, like, yeah, considering him at all. He literally calls him the child at one yeah. point, which is in Twilight, too. And Bella's like, yeah. he's only a year younger than me or whatever. He really likes Jacob in this. I mean, yeah, this is he, jumping ahead. But. Yeah. But little, like, I, yeah, I, I wish you could read Eclipse. I, yeah. <laughs> Stephanie's saying that, like, she's not going to rewrite the other books in Edward's perspective. And one of her things is, like, would you really want to read New Moon? I feel yeah. like, honestly, I, I would read New Moon in Edward's point of view. But she could even skip it and just write Eclipse. Yeah. She could write a novella for New Moon. Literally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, it just be... So much of it, October, November, December, January. <laughs> like, those blank pages. She must be able to come up with something. Yeah. Well, she's already written a little bit in Edward's perspective yeah. when we see the phone call with Rosalie. Yeah. She could write the whole beginning. But, like, I've read a lot of books where nothing really happens. But people just have kind of, like, internal struggles or whatever. And mm -hmm. it's just written in the great way that... They pull it off. I know. I would. I would honestly rather. I don't know. What do you do? Would you rather those two sequels or the rest of the Twilight books in Edward's point of view? Rest of the Twilight books in Edward's point Me of view. Me too. Probably. I, I don't know. Well, I guess I'm curious what she has in mind. Yeah. I don't really need Breaking Dawn though. I would. I want to see Edward like thinking like his thoughts as they change from wanting to like abort the baby to him being yeah, that would like be cool. a dad because i feel be like we don't get enough of his relationship with yeah. Esme. <laughs> it feels non-existent yeah and oh i want to hear him like with the sex and stuff mm -hmm. yeah that would be cool yeah i really want clips though yeah a clips would be so juicy oh man i guess you can just imagine it yeah i'm sure there's a f oh we'll read a fan fiction of it yeah Lasseter. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's interesting on 133, we get a little bit of bad Edward. 
<laughs> Bella starts walking away, and then without thinking about my reaction, I automatically reached out and caught her by the back of her rain jacket. I jerked, She jerked to a stop. Where do you think you're going? I was upset, mm. almost angry that she was leaving. I hadn't had enough time with her. I'm going home, she said, clearly baffled as to why this should upset me. Yeah, he's just acting kind of over the top here. Yeah. Um, not the best that's okay the thing is it's not an excuse but like Mm -hmm. he really doesn't know how to act yeah and he doesn't know how to handle these feelings he's learning he never has he really doesn't know what he's doing yeah and these when you really like someone especially when you're 17 which yeah he's 100 and something (laughs) but he really is 17 he's stuck at that age and when you are that age you are feeling so many emotions at once and they're Mm -hmm. so intense and he's feeling that for the first time in his whole existence. So let's cut him some slack. Yeah. It is, it is weird of him, but mm-hmm. I get where he's coming from. Yeah, that's kind of related to on page 134. He mm. says... So, oh, yeah, I love this part. Wait, I think I know what you're doing. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. So, wait, so she, he makes a joke. She doesn't want to get in the car. I could drag you and back. He says, yeah, I could drag you back. Wondering if my guess was correct. Her chin held stiffly in the air. She opened her door and climbed in. Her hair dripped on the leather and her boots squeaked against each other. This is completely unnecessary, she said. I thought she looked more embarrassed than really angry. Was my behavior entirely offside? I thought I was teasing her, but I was acting like the average besotted teenage boy but what if i'd gotten it wrong did she feel coerced i realized she had every reason to so here he thinks he's being normal or chill or kind of funny (laughs) or flirty but then he second guesses it and he's worried like oh no what if i'm being pushy what if i'm being yeah um manipulative which i think is really sweet and self like we said self-awareness goes a long way yeah it makes the difference he's very introspective okay that's not that's not the part that I was, like, squealing mm-hmm. about. It was the, I don't know why I reacted that way, but it's the paragraph following. He said, I, don't, I didn't know how to do this. How to court her as a normal human, modern man in the year 2005. As a human, I'd only learned the customs of my time. Thanks to my strange gift, I knew quite well how people thought now and what they did, how they acted, but when I tried to act casual and modern, it seemed all wrong. Mm. <laughs> it was funny to me. 2005. Yeah. When I tried to act casual and modern, it seemed wrong. <laughs> I wonder Poor if guy. our like, younger listeners who are like 14, if 2005 yeah. seems so long ago. Yeah, I know, probably. Like, if I read a book took place in 1994 which is when i was born i would think like oh retro or something yeah <laughs> same <laughs> yeah like, oh wow the 90s yeah the 90s oh it's cute and quirky yeah. but this, this feels pretty modern so yeah i mean no one's doing like social I, media or i have been wondering to our younger listeners who are listening like what do you think does it seem outdated to you does it seem different? You know, yeah, that's true. Because I went to high school from 2010 through 2014. Mm-hmm. But, like, I didn't have a smartphone, really, for that time. And Me so neither. I never really texted people that often. I yeah. wasn't really on social media as much. Yeah. So it feels pretty relatable to my high school experience still. Me too. Yeah. Like, I would still mostly do... Like, I'd go home and do Facebook on the computer. Yeah. And I know Bella doesn't have Facebook, but, like, 
she goes on the computer. Yeah, I literally only used it on the computer. Yeah, yeah. I didn't have a smartphone. I didn't have a real smartphone until, like, college, basically. Yeah, me neither. I had an iPod Touch. Yeah, I had an iPod Touch, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Which was wicked cool at the time. Yeah. And I had a... I had a phone that had apps, in quotes, in air quotes, mm. but it also had a keyboard. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, I don't know. My phone, because <laughs> um, it was pay-as-you-go. Oh, yeah. So you I just, like, had to buy your minutes. Yeah. And I was so cheap, so I never bought minutes. So I wouldn't have minutes for, like, three Me months. Too. I would yeah. literally <laughs> just go three months without buying minutes on it. And then I'd get minutes, and I'd see all the texts from yeah. those three months that I just didn't respond to. I'd be like, oh, guys, I don't have minutes. Sorry. (laughs) People would know that. They're like, oh, Kelly doesn't have minutes right now. (laughs) Looking back, it's really weird how normal it was for me to just never text my friends. Yeah, I know. Like, that. now I don't go a day without texting. But back then, I just literally never would. And I don't know how I communicated. I really admire my past self in a way, actually. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, I used to have a flip phone until I was like a junior Mm -hmm. and I was kind of embarrassed about it so I would leave my phone at home all the time me too like isn't that so cool like I would just go out without my phone me too I didn't need it yeah I didn't (laughs) I never I was always present when I was hanging out with someone like people would pick me up and I just go yeah you know, get in their car and no phone yeah and then ask the bar there if I had to call my parents yeah yeah (laughs) It's so weird. Or, like, go in their house and use their home phone to call my parents. Yeah. Like, pick me up. It's, it's weird <laughs> how high school doesn't feel that long ago, but something like that feels so foreign yeah. to me now. Yeah, actually. Oh, my God. Just that one little detail, like, going in the house to use the phone. Yeah. Because we'd probably be, like, in the pool or something. Yeah. And then come back out. Like, it's so weird. My mom's going to be here in 10 minutes. Um. Yeah. <laughs> It's crazy, because now I never leave the house without my phone, usually. Unless I decide, like, I'm going on a walk without my phone. Yeah, and then I feel almost a little naked. <laughs> like, I can't be out too long. Mm-hmm. I feel, like, proud of myself or something, mm-hmm. which means I'm obviously addicted to it. Oh, it's designed to be addictive. I know. Sad. Oh, my gosh, so the end of this chapter, he says... Run, Bella, run. I love you too much for your Mm. good or mine. Wow. He loves her. He's saying it. Well, he's saying it to himself. And then he takes a key from her pocket. I curled... (laughs) This is a little creepy. Mm -hmm. I curled my hand around the key I just picked from her jacket pocket and inhaled her scent deeply as I drove away. Oh, my God. Okay, picture this. He's curling his hand around the key and he's going... <laughs> if that was in the movie, if that was in the movie, people would have a serious problem with that. It's just like, <sighs> <laughs> wait, what key is it? I don't feel like I didn't even process this when I read it. Her house key? Is it? Doesn't he get her house key from something else though? Why does he pick the key? I mean, obviously it's not her house key because she gets into the house. Is it her car key? Yeah, like you said, with the microphone, it's hard to figure it out. Like, <laughs> it's hard in to enough figure time. out in real time. Yeah. <laughs> what key did he just take from her? I don't know. <laughs> and why? I don't know. Uh, well, well, guys, it's a key. Yeah, someone, That's all we know. Someone will tell us. <laughs> all right. Next chapter. Chapter seven. Metal. We're already at an hour. 
Oh my goodness. Chapter 7, Melody. I just thought this line was funny. Her scent lingered in the mm -hmm. car. I kept the windows up. <laughs> Letting it assault me. Trying to get used to the feel of intentionally torching my throat. He's hotboxing. Yeah, he's a person. He is. I love it. Oh my god. That's something I'd never considered before is that he's training himself to be yeah. less addicted to her scent. I never considered that either. Yeah, which is smart. I thought it was cool that uh, he's talking about how he knows that he's attractive to humans. Mm -hmm. And he says, certainly other women and men too had reacted <laughs> to my face with instinctive apprehension. I like that. We're getting a little bit of something slightly gay yeah <laughs> i know because we were just talking about there's no gayness in twilight at all yeah but good yeah there's a little bit of gayness i mean there one is one tiny little one tiny it exists in this universe <laughs> yeah <laughs> cool we like it <laughs> yeah okay here we get some horny edward on no 143 so yeah he's talking about being attracted attractive to other people and he says what if it what if it had been Bella imagining me with my arms wrapped around her fragile body? Oh, because Jessica has these sexual fantasies by Edward. <laughs> yeah. Feeling me pull her tightly against my chest and then cupping my hand around her chin, brushing the heavy curtain of her hair back from her blushing face, tracing the shape of her full lips with my fingertips. Oh my God. <laughs> Learning my, leaning my face closer to hers <laughs> where I could feel the heat of her breath on my mouth. Moving closer still. Like, oh my dot, god. Dot, 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 dot. Yeah. Oh, me. <laughs> yeah, and then on 144, he said, I wanted very much to be able to touch her. He's getting mm -hmm. into this. I feel he like is. he's more than Bella. Oh, he... In Twilight. Yeah. No, he's literally, like, watching Jess's fantasy, and then he's replaced <laughs> Jess with Bella, and he's like... <laughs> getting a hard on right here yeah the dot 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 isn't it on the office kelly's like dot 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 is don't even make me say what i want to say <laughs> dot 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 or something mm. <laughs> okay then he's back in spanish class with emmett i like how emmett says i bet mrs goff thinks you're on drugs you've been so erratic mm -hmm. lately where were you today again you know i they usually don't mention drugs in the Twilight Saga, mm -hmm. so very interesting. I like it. Um, I didn't know you guys knew what that was. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know Emmett knew what drugs were, yeah. so I'm just kind of freaked out right now. <laughs> <laughs> On page 145, their cones are at their house, and I really liked this. They're talking about... Or he's talking about the different, like, skills they're all working on. Mm. He says, Emma and Jasper were in the middle of an elaborate game of chess, utilizing eight joined, joined boards al oh spread out along the glass back wall, which is crazy. Smart. Yeah. And their own complicated set of rules. So they, like, literally reinvented the game. Wow. They wouldn't let me play. Only Alice would play games with me anymore. This makes mm. sense. Alice went to her computer just around the corner from them, and I could hear her monitors sing to life. She was working on a fashion design project for Rosalie's wardrobe, but Rosalie did not join her today to stand behind her in direct cut and color as Alice's hands traced over the touch-sensitive screens. Instead, today, Rosalie, which those were probably expensive back then, mm -hmm. 
Instead, today, Rosalie sprawled suddenly on the sofa and started flipping through 20 channels a second on the flat screen, never pausing. I could hear her trying to decide whether or not to go to the garage and tune her BMW again. Esme was upstairs humming over a set of blueprints. She was always designing something new. Perhaps she would build this one for our next home or for the one after that. I just liked it, just watching them all like do what they do when they're home. It's kind of reminded me of The Sims when Dude. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I was just thinking the same thing. Like literally It is like the Sims. It's like the Sims when they're on cheats and you're just having them work on their skills. Yeah, their hobbies. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Esme's at the designing board. Yeah. <laughs> These are all literal Alice things. Alice is you doing fashion. Do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Rosalie's watching TV. Yeah. Yeah, and they have the little skill bar over their head. Yeah. Okay, don't make me want to play Sims. Oh my god, I've been craving this is me it play. so much. What if I just stayed up all night? What if I just fucked myself over and was exhausted tomorrow? And no, I should Honey, do that. I've been there. <laughs> <laughs> what if I just did that to myself? <laughs> it's tempting. It is tempting. I go through phases where I'm literally addicted to the Sims. And then just as fast, I'm like, I can't do it. So then Rosalie, she's, you know, she's thinking really annoying thoughts about Bella. She hates Bella. She hates Edward. Mm -hmm. She's pissed. And he, Edward gets a glimpse of her thoughts, how she's thinking about the vanity and the jealousy of it, that Edward never wanted Rosalie, but now he wants Bella. And... She's really embarrassed that Edward can hear that thought. <laughs> and so he's like laughing to himself that yeah, he got her in a weak moment. And Emmett's like, what? What? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But he won't say. That would be crazy. They're supposed to be siblings. I know. It's just weird. It is a little weird. I mean, they lived together. <laughs> <laughs> and they were roommates. And they were roommates. You know, that girl is always reminding me of um, Jessica. Yeah, I can see it. <laughs> when you said... And they lived together. It reminded me of that. (laughs) (laughs) So then Edward, he works on his skill too. He's Mm -hmm. playing piano. (laughs) And Esme's pumped. So happy sitting with him. And okay, this is so adorable. So cute. So innocent. He takes out the bottle cap and puts it on the piano and says, that helped me a bit. My little memento of her yes. So sweet. He's so cute. Edward. I feel like no boy is actually like that. No. <laughs> no. No, I, I feel like there isn't one. <sighs> On one forty five no, sorry, one fifty-four. Sorry if it's jumping ahead, but Peter and Charlotte are coming to see Jasper, his murderous friends, and Edward decides for the moment I could be her unlikely protector. Because he's very worried, even mm-hmm. though even though everyone's swearing, like, oh no, Peter and Charlotte will hunt far away. I don't trust them. Yeah, so Edward's like, I have to protect her. Mm-hmm. The only thing I have before it is Esme is talking to Edward about his, rela- or his crush on Bella, I guess. Mm-hmm. And it just felt so human and so cute. Um, Esme thinks... She'll have to love you back, she thought suddenly, catching me by surprise with the direction of her thoughts. If she's a bright girl, she smiled, but I can't imagine anyone being so slow that they wouldn't see the catch you are. 
stop it, mom. You're making me blush. Mm -hmm. I teased her words, though improbable did cheer me, which is just cute to hear him call her mom. I feel I know, like we've never heard that before. That's adorable. Mm -hmm. Esme, she's really sweet. I, I've always felt indifferent towards her, but she's yeah. great in this book. Is this the part where he kind of like leans his head on her shoulder? I think or that so. Later? Maybe. That was really cute. Uh, I don't see it here, but... Yeah, maybe it's later. Like we said, the microphone, it's making me nervous. <laughs> <laughs> it does happen at some point. Yeah. I don't enjoy it. It's just so cute. It's really sweet. And yeah, and he says, like, he felt a bit of nurture. Yeah, he yeah. felt like a kid. Yeah. Hmm. That's really sweet. also is so sweet. He's, Why? What does he do? Well, so... <laughs> Well, he makes a joke, and then uh, I forget what the joke is about. But I never really realized until reading Midnight Sun that Emmett and Edward are buddies, and that he's not really that close with Jasper. I did always. Pick I didn't that know up. that. Yeah, I feel like what? Emmett and Alice are Edward's friends. Mm -hmm. Jasper and Rosalie are just their partners. Mm -hmm. Like, wow weird yeah who's jasper close to just alice i guess so i feel like emmett is like edward's best man mm -hmm. yeah weird best man didn't have time to get, <laughs> didn't have time to get time. you're not the best man hey, Jake, hey, no. yeah, <laughs> it's interesting because i would think that jasper and edward would be closer just from an outside like, if I didn't know anything, that's yeah. just what I would think, because Jasper seems more quiet, and, like, mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't know why. I just feel like they would. But, but I feel like Emmett is so easygoing that he's a nice counterbalance mm -hmm. for yeah. Edward. I feel like Edward that. and Jasper together would just be a little bit too yeah. angsty. They're too similar in mm -hmm. a way. Yeah. Oh, so Emmett says, like, yeah, he makes a joke. Edward doesn't really like it. And he says, sorry, I know you're going through a tough spot. I really am trying not to be too much of an insensitive jerk, but since that's sort of my natural state, he waited for me to laugh at his joke and then made a face. So serious all the time. What's bugging you now? Mm. Thinking about her while worrying, really. What's there to worry about? You are here. He laughed loudly. Like, he's just, he really wants to, like, make Edward feel better. Yeah. He's a good buddy. He's a good buddy. <laughs> <laughs> They're good pals. It's cute. Mm -hmm. The end of the chapter, he, Edward, follows Bella's scent into the woods and realizes that she went in the forest by herself mm -hmm. and kind of just, it, her path stops abruptly somewhere. And he's, it's kind of driving him crazy. He's like, why did she go out here? And then I thought this part was funny because he thinks... He's like, I can't ask her about it, and thinks, so, Bella, I was following your scent through the woods after I left your room, <laughs> just a minor breaking and entering, no need to worry, I was just exterminating spiders. <laughs> yes, that would be quite the icebreaker. <laughs> I don't think there's anything he can say to Bella, though, that would turn her off. I know. At this point. Probably nothing. He could literally say, I killed your mom, and she'd be like, I forgive you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It's true. It does no matter. <laughs> I killed Charlie. It does no matter. I love you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know. I wonder. I mean, she does act angry when she finds out that he 
was watch her sleep shopping. and stuff. Yeah. But she gets over it. Or like in a second. It's kind of like a fake anger. Yeah. Way. You know. You spied on me? <laughs> but she was secretly <laughs> flattered. <laughs> um, oh, wait. Before that, mm-hmm. we talked about this in our last Midnight Sun episode. There's a part where Edward says, honest. Well, I can't really see Rosalie's alert either because Emma says he doesn't get it, like being in love with a human. Mm-hmm. Honestly, she seems like more work than any pretty face is worth, which I liked. <laughs> and then Emmett chuckles. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> more work. <laughs> I agree. Yeah, she doesn't seem worth it. No, not at all. Emmett can do way better. They have a shallow relationship. He even yeah. says Emmett and Rosalie shared an intensely physical love. <laughs> he had a hard time understanding how one could love without that aspect. Mm. Yeah, it's shallow. Mm-hmm. Sad, really. Mm-hmm. Whatever. I guess they're both just sort of shallow people, so it works for them. Yeah, and I also think, in a way, like, that could be their love language. Yeah, Maybe touch. physical touch is how they communicate, and yeah. it works for them, so. True, true. Maybe there's we nothing, judge. Yeah, I don't think there's anything <laughs> necessarily wrong with that, but when Rosalie's also, like, a really shitty person, I think it makes, that's what makes it shallow, is, like... Yeah. What are you really in love with besides her body? Mm-hmm. I don't know. We don't see another side to her. And if there was another side, we'd see it. Because Edward can read her mind. <laughs> True. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> so I guess there isn't. Mm-hmm. So chapter 8 is called Ghost. Ooh. So Mike Newton's pissing. Edward <laughs> off again. And... Sorry if this is before or something you want to say, but I love this part. He says that he wanted to steal her away from the boy I hated so much. In this moment, I could have killed him for no reason but to enjoy it. <laughs> Edward! I, l- I love how much It could have killed him. But to enjoy it. Okay, and then, so Mike asks Bella mm-hmm. out, and she says like i think that would hurt jessica's feelings and we get because you know edward's eavesdropping mike thinks like jessica huh wow huh and then he thinks she's cute though i guess decent body bigger boobs and bellas a bird in the hand (laughs) (laughs) what that was so weird (laughs) oh my god i didn't even think about that before (laughs) a bird in the hand mike I know. Get your head out of the gutter. <laughs> so real, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so real. and Edward's pissed because he says they were almost interchangeable to him. Mm-hmm. Mike's so desperate. But Angela's so sweet. Edward's thinking about how uh, she has really pure thoughts and she's a good friend. Mm-hmm. And he said, I wish there was some way to thank the Weber girl for simply being a nice person. Yeah, he does. He does think about it. Oh, so he's watching Bella reading outside on her blanket. She falls asleep. It was cool reading it from his perspective. Like, she seemed really interesting and beautiful to me mm-hmm. during this part. She really did. <laughs> I'd be so embarrassed if someone watched me sleep. I sleep. I'm such a weird sleeper, though. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm not saying you are, but I would feel the same way. Yeah. <laughs> I sometimes sleep with, like, my legs in the air. 
I've done that too. Yeah. Stacy, my roommate, used to make fun of me. Yeah, yeah. my roommates have it too. <laughs> it, it helps me though fall asleep for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> she took a picture of me because my legs are like in the air. <laughs> like you're That's on so your stomach and with your legs yeah, up. My yeah, my legs are up. Yeah, yeah, I love it. It's, it's comfy. It's really <laughs> comfy. Like, I don't know. There must be something about the circulation. Yeah. With like the way it goes. They down. just kind of like rest. Yeah, you know? they, you're not, I feel like people look at it and they think I'm holding my legs <laughs> up, but they just stay that way. <laughs> I didn't know you did that too. Yeah, wow. I do. It, yeah. <laughs> if I can't fall asleep, I do it because I don't know, for yeah. some reason it does. Ooh, I should try that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it feels nice. It feels like cool, I feel, yeah. you know, like <laughs> it helps me cool down. <laughs> I feel like I often do it without meaning to. Like, while I'm asleep, I yeah. just start doing it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that would be embarrassing if someone was stalking me. If my crush was stalking me yeah. and saw me do that. I slurp a lot in my sleep. You know that, right? You've heard that. I've heard you grind your teeth. Yeah. That's pretty disturbing. Yeah, it is. Just because it, it sounds, sounds like my teeth like, are going to fall out. Yeah, it sounds like you're going to break your teeth. Yeah. So it's like, oh. I know. I really am scared. Should I, I do will. something? I know. Like, should I intervene? <laughs> All of my roommates have complained about that. Oh. <laughs> um, <laughs> I have something for 166. Do you have anything before that? Oh, I just thought it was really sweet how she's dreaming of fictional characters. Oh, she's yeah. She's dreaming of... Uh, Edmund from Pride and Prejudice. Is that correct? I've never read. No, Mansfield Park. Oh, okay, sorry. Well, yeah, but do you think she's actually thinking of Edward? Well. And he's just saying that because it's a similar name. Well, he does hear Edmund, right? Because at first he goes, Edmund. I thought again of where she'd quit reading just as Edmund... Bertram had been named for the first time. Ha, huh, she wasn't dreaming of me at all, I realized blackly. The self-loathing returned in force. She was mm-hmm. dreaming of fictional characters. Perhaps that had always been the case, and all along her dreams had been filled with Hugh Grant. No, but he's wrong. Yeah, he is wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Hugh Grant. Yeah, I know. I love that that was mentioned. Hugh Grant. <laughs> well, we don't know what Bella dreamt, yeah. but I feel like... Maybe it was Edmund and Edward or something. But I don't know. Edmund's only significant to her because of Edward. You know? Yeah, That's true. It. I don't know. And then I also... Okay, sorry. I have a few more notes before 166. Totally fine. So on page 164, Edward is justifying his stalking. He says, But I would <laughs> certainly would not trespass on her privacy the way the peeping Tom would have. I was here for her protection, not to leer at her in the way Mike Newton no doubt would. Were he agile enough to move through the treetops. I would not treat her so crassly. He's just trying to find an excuse. Um, Yeah. Oh, I said, if there was a midnight... Oh, this is... Sometimes in the book, I randomly wrote a note, but they didn't really have to do anything to do anything with the scene. But I said, if there was a Midnight Sun movie, how would they show people's thoughts? Because you know how people really want that? Yeah. It's such a big part of the story. Yeah. I'm just worried that if they did have a movie, it would be really cheesy, kind of like the wolves in Breaking Dawn. I agree. Oh my God. Someone sneezed from outside and it was really loud. Did you guys hear that? That's the loudest sneeze I've ever heard. Bless you. (laughs) Bless you. <laughs> but yeah, I agree. I don't think they could pull that off very well. Yeah. Yeah, there 
It'd be like a talking animals movie mm-hmm. where you show someone and then their voice. But their lips aren't moving. Yeah, it's just weird. I just don't know, yeah, how you could really do that. I don't think, I really don't think we need a movie version of this. No, but people are demanding it so much that I feel like it could happen just for monetary mm. reasons. Maybe. I don't know, guys. I don't know if I want it. I don't. I don't think I want it either. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, so now you go. Your note for one. Okay. Well, you know, I just love any background info we get about the Collins, and mm-hmm. he's talking about. He's thinking about Jasper, mm, and yep. Jasper. I think. His friends are leaving um, Peter and Charlotte. And Jasper says, if you see Maria again, tell her I wish her well. And Edward remembers that, quote, she looked Jasper up once when we were in Calgary. It had been an eventful visit. We'd have to move immediately. I just think that's really interesting. I didn't know they lived in Calgary Mm -hmm. in Canada. Very cool. What were they up to there? I don't know. Also... Why was it eventful? I know. That makes me think there was some... Did she... Drama. Yeah, they had to move immediately. Mm-hmm. It's really interesting. So I think where the chapter ends here, Bella's going to Port Angeles mm-hmm. with her friends, and he's going to go stalk. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna follow them there. Fun stuff. Should we do one more chapter? I think so. We're at 123. Okay, let's do one more. Yeah. Okay. Nice. One more. Next one's chapter nine, Port Angeles. Port Angeles. I think it's interesting that, unlike the movie, when he goes to Port Angeles, it's like sunny outside, so we can't really get out of the car and Mm -hmm. can't walk around. So he's trying to figure that out. Like he keeps going into shadows and stuff Mm -hmm. while he's trying to follow them. Interesting. Jessica's so insecure. Like, she keeps asking Bella what she thinks. Bella says she likes it. And Jessica says, does she really think that? Or does she want me to look like a cow on Saturday? Which is just so... I know. Not even Bella's character to ever want someone to look bad. I know. But Jessica's just so insecure and so bitchy. So bitchy. (laughs) And Edward contemplates showing up at the restaurant coincidentally <laughs> and just pretend he's there yeah. eating there with alice yeah. right he thinks about calling her so cute so cute it's such a teenage thing to do like oh what if i just ran into her mm-hmm. <sighs> i always did that when i liked someone would try to when i was a freshman i really liked this boy and he oh. And when I was a sophomore and a junior and a senior, yeah, <laughs> he lived across the hall from me my freshman year though, and so I would always try to just like walk outside my room so I would be <laughs> in the hallway and yeah. just go to the water fountain. So he would like I, if yeah. I would hear him leave his room to go to like the common room or yeah. to go to the bathroom, I would purposely find a reason to go into the hallway so I could pass Cute. him. Cute. Yeah. Shout out. Shout out. I'm sure I've done that too. Sometimes I walk a little faster. <laughs> in this whole hall just to get next to you. Wait, what is that song? Rockstar by Hannah Montana. Oh. 
Hannah Montana. So the whole thing happens where Bella's by herself mm-hmm. and he realizes it and he's like, what the, where is she? Mm-hmm. And then those guys are gonna assault her and Edward swoops in and is freaking out mm-hmm. and gets her in the car. You know, that whole thing happens. Yeah. Oh, my only thought is Bella freezes and she doesn't run when that happens. Oh, yeah. And one of the men thinks, brave this one. Maybe better, I guess. More fight in her. (laughs) Which I just thought that was weird that a guy would think... I mean, there's no... I think in a situation like that, there's no, like, brave or not brave thing Mm -hmm. to do. But it's weird that he would think it's brave that she is not running. I know. Like... (laughs) I guess because she's going to fight. Yeah. But it, to, to run in itself is brave, yeah. too. Like, it's weird that he thinks that's, like, a sign of weakness, that someone runs away from an attacker. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. I kind of doubt a rapist would be, like, admiring in that way, too. Yeah. I feel like he'd just be like, oh, let's oh, a fight. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know. Edward, you know, steps in. Mm-hmm. she's safe but he wants to go back and kill them but they end up going to the restaurant and her friends already ate and i just thought sorry if you have something before it's funny that when they go in to the restaurant the hostess says welcome to la bella italia which is not in twilight mm-hmm. it's just funny to me like that i don't think it's in twilight right like that's the restaurant in port angeles that's like become the restaurant, right? Or is it in Twilight? I think it might be in Twilight. Um, I didn't think it was. I don't know. Yeah, you know, you might be right. I don't know either. <laughs> I thought it was just like a restaurant that became the restaurant but wasn't really. But you might be right. I don't know. You might be I right. I might be wrong. Someone people, let us know. People are crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that is really a real restaurant in mm-hmm. Port Angeles. Yeah, and, and we, we went, went there. there. And we went there. <laughs> It's very good. I thought it was interesting. After he picks her up, he says, distract me, please. I pleaded. I'm sorry, what? He says, I just, I couldn't think of how to express it. I picked the closest word I could think of. Prattle about something until I calmed down. It was a poor poor word choice. I realized as soon it was out, but I (laughs) couldn't find much room to care. And I thought, is this Stephanie just regretting the word she used? (laughs) I don't know. <laughs> yeah. It's just a weird thing. She's like, oh, that was kind of a dick move of Edward. Let me, uh... Yeah. <laughs> let me explain that. I wonder if that she did that a lot of, like... Maybe. Because, of course... Yeah, actually. I think Stephanie is really smart, and I think that she, the whole time when she was writing Twilight, probably really had Edward's intentions and his perspective mm-hmm. in mind when writing it. But it does seem, in a way, like she corrects things or further explains things that people might criticize in Twilight or she wished that she had yeah. explained better in the first novel. Yeah, there's a lot of Edward mm-hmm. realizing that, oh, that sounded crazy or yeah. <laughs> that sounded mean. Yeah. He thinks it to himself, but he doesn't say it mm-hmm. out loud. So, yeah. I wonder if some of that was always intended or if I wonder As too. years past, she added that in. I know. I wondered the same thing. They're at the restaurant together, and he's explaining that he heard what they were thinking. You know, this whole scene. One of my favorite scenes. Mm-hmm. 
I love how he thinks, and now here I was, practically on a date with this girl. <laughs> Only it didn't account because I wasn't giving her a chance to say no, which is really sweet. Mm -hmm. It feels so normal. He's just so excited. Yeah. <laughs> well, she's not really eating anything. She's not that hungry. Oh, doesn't she have like three Diet Cokes? Yeah. <laughs> That's weird. Yeah, she does. I would shit myself if I did that. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh. You'd be able to handle that? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I never drink soda anymore. But Yeah, I wouldn't be able to handle that. <laughs> yeah, I think she does. <laughs> Oh, he gives her his jacket. That's oh, yeah. really sweet. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, I wrote, Bella's drinking way too much Diet Coke. <laughs> <laughs> There's some pomegranate mentions. Yeah. Persephone. He's Hades. This comes up a lot in the book. I was surprised, and now I'm like, okay, I get the cover. Okay, yeah, we can talk about this. Yeah. It comes up quite a few times. It comes up later in the book. I don't really like it. Yeah, you're entitled to think that. I don't. I'm <laughs> indifferent towards it, really. Are people gonna be mad at me for disliking something about Midnight no Midnight Sun? <laughs> Maybe they will. But I think one mention would have been fine. Yeah, it's a little. The more it keeps going, I'm like, stop hitting me over the head with yeah, this. Yeah, <laughs> I totally agree. Or it could have been said in a different way. Like It's just oh, too much the pomegranate. He the could pomegranate. have said, like, here I was again, dragging her to the underworld. You know, he didn't have to keep saying, like, another seed. Mm -hmm. Another pomegranate seed. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. it makes sense. But it does make me feel bad to be like, why is there a pomegranate on the cover? <laughs> like, of course, I feel like that's the only fruit they could have chosen for that. Well, I don't like it because it seems like she knew what the cover was going to be. Yeah. While writing it or something. I don't mm -hmm. know. It feels like a marketing scheme. Yeah. <laughs> no, I agree with that. Maybe not, but I find it hard to believe. Would she really have written so much about the pomegranate seeds if it, if wasn't, it wasn't the cover? The cover? Yeah. You know, because it, it doesn't feel significant enough to me. Yeah. Maybe maybe she did just genuinely like this was her theme mm -hmm. they wrote it a lot and then she wrote it a lot and then they were like oh let's make that the cover i don't know yeah but it feels a little forced and i don't like that <laughs> i think it's brave that you're sharing a critique of midnight sun <laughs> thank you <laughs> it's pretty much my only critique so yeah like, i don't know <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I had one other thing I wanted to say. Well, I might have more things too, but just on page 190, he he says, I read her eyes, though her mind was silent. I could perceive both trust and wonder there. I realized in that moment that I wanted to answer her questions, not because I owed it to her, not because I wanted her to trust me. I wanted her to know me. And know <laughs> is italicized. And I still remember ninth grade in literature class. No, maybe it was... I don't remember when it was. We read a book called Read Literature Like a Professor. Mm -hmm. And one of the chapters was on, like, um, that word know. And know yeah. how it means, like, sex. What? So when you say, I knew someone oh, yeah, or I true. know someone, it means you know them sexually. Which, that's, like, in the Bible, actually. Oh, is it really? Mm -hmm. So I wonder if that was between the lines there. Maybe. Well... I don't know. I thought, I thought literally he meant he wants to be known by someone like understood, mm -hmm. connected with. But I feel like mixed with that could be <laughs> maybe because there's so there's an emphasis on the word no, like yeah. 
He this wants... time it didn't. I didn't think it was sexual. Yeah. But I get what you're saying. I mean, he wants to be vulnerable with someone. Mm-hmm. He wants to be, yeah, metaphorically naked with somebody. Mm-hmm. Like he wants yeah. to be seen for completely who he is, not just appearances or whatever. Yeah. And I love it. And I love you, Edward. <laughs> I love you, Midnight Sun. <laughs> I love you, Midnight Sun. I love you, Midnight oh. Dude, we still have to record our video of that. I know. I need to practice my lines again. Well, we should do it when there's a little bit of foliage, I think. True. We should go to Concord. Yeah. We can go to Orchard House. We can stand outside. Yep. And do it. I feel like... I need to work my lines. I wish we had, like, a microphone over us so it could be really good. Mm. Like a... A whole film crew. Yeah, I know. We could try to figure something out. I know. <laughs> if anyone wants to film it, let us know. Um, I was thinking we could just ask Shannon. Yeah, that, <laughs> she was the person I had in mind as well. Uh, Shannon? Hi, Shannon. She's definitely not listening. No, she's not. Hi, Caitlin. She is Hi, listening. Caitlin. Actually, she hasn't told me in a while. If you think about it, she hasn't said, like... Let's use this as a test. Yeah. Caitlin, if you're listening, let us know. <laughs> Caitlin is Kelly's sister mm-hmm. and my cousin, mm-hmm. and so is Shannon. Yep. Okay, also on page 193, I said, this is where the haters get mad, so let's see what it was about. Um, <laughs> it's, so let's see what it was about. <laughs> <laughs> she was too vulnerable for this world. She needed a protector. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and through some twisted mismanagement of destiny, I was the closest thing available. Yeah, people get mad about that. Whatever. Whatever. Just lean into it, people. Just enjoy it. Yeah. And then I also said the last thing I said. <laughs> yeah, lean into it. <laughs> Just like, guys, let it go. Yeah. yeah, like, we can complain about problematic things. <laughs> of course we can. Or we can just love it. But this, <laughs> this is minor. It's Twilight. Let's just love it, okay? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Also, who... People do it's... have savior complexes. People do. People do. <laughs> I was thinking about Beauty Bridges. Yeah, me too. That's why I said that. <laughs> One other thing is, so like, the as you guys know, the waitress has the hots for Edward, mm-hmm. and he's like, he notices it, but he's not really paying any mind to it. Yeah. And he says, I stood, and Bella quickly followed Sue. I wanted to offer her hand, but I thought that might be pushing my luck a little too far for one night. I thanked the waitress, my eyes never leaving Bella's face. Bella seemed to be finding something amusing, too. Like, he really isn't looking at her for a second. And I thought, mm-hmm. this is kind of a reason why people fall in love with Edward women, because it is a little bit of a fantasy. I mean, I know there are some guys like this, but just the idea that you can be with, like, the most beautiful guy in the world... Yeah. And this, like, hot waitress is checking him out, and he wants you, and he's not even humoring anyone mm-hmm. else's attraction. It's just so unrealistic. <laughs> yeah. But it really plays into our fantasies it's of true. just being, you know, the one for mm-hmm. someone that we love. Mm-hmm. He always talks about the burning. Mm-hmm. I burned the scent of her blood. It's a consistent thing. Mm-hmm. Mm, I actually didn't I didn't underline anything else, so the floor is yours. That's all I had. Oh wow. Yeah. Well, he ends with now I said to her, fear her response taking the edge off the burn. It's your turn. It's your turn. To answer questions, he means. Mm-hmm. 
Oh my gosh. Which the next chapter, I love it so much. Me I'm too. excited to talk about ah. it. That one. I know. It's going to be a it's lot. It's amazing. Yeah. It's great. I feel like we should save that one. But so we can... we're not covering it. Yeah. <laughs> we are in two weeks. Yeah. So stay tuned for that. It's so good. It's my favorite chapter. Well, I think it's good if we don't cover it now because I don't want to rush through it. True. True, true. Yeah. Wow. Midnight sun. Midnight sun. Midnight I can't believe sun. I still can't believe Like, look at this. We have it. Like, this is the book. Twenty twenty came out. It's been such a year of just unexpected things for good and for bad, but what a life. Anything is possible. What a time. What a time. It's crazy. So my mom actually wrote a review of Midnight Sun. She mm-hmm. finished it. I actually have not yet. Yeah, guys, you can you can go after me with pitchforks about that. No, I'm please not. don't. <laughs> I'm not done with it yet, (laughs) but my mom wrote a review, and I'm going to read it. I think it's funny, but hi, mom, but I'm going to read it once we're done with the show, Mm -hmm. but I wanted to play a You mean with the podcast? Yeah, done with the book. Sorry. (laughs) Yeah, when we're done (laughs) in our last podcast episode ever, I'll finally read this. (laughs) I will finally reveal. Oh, I meant the book. Yeah, yeah. Finally reveal my mom's (laughs) review. My mom's review. But, okay, I wanted to share a message from one of our listeners, which we sometimes do this on our Patreon, but we haven't really done it in a while on the regular regular show. So, okay, this is from our listener, Kaya, and I'm just going to play it. Hi, Kelly Mel. My name is Kaya. I recently discovered your show. I think it's really, really great. Um, I'm a huge fan of Twilight like you guys, and your show has really been good during this time of quarantine, and I'm a huge fan. Um, some of my thoughts on Twilight, um, you guys seem to hit it out of the park every time. It's like if I have a thought and I'm thinking while listening, it's like you guys say it, or there's like nothing that you guys say that I don't agree with like you guys are always spot on which is crazy because I I'm always listening and I'm like oh my god um I have this thought and one of you always says it it's like you guys are reading my mind which is really really weird but um you guys hit it out of the park every time um I totally agree with you guys um I'm a huge fan of Catherine Hardwick love her I love her so much and um my favorite twilight i'm not saying i'm not gonna say i have a favorite but i really favored the first three i feel like those were really really good um not saying i didn't like the last two because i needed that wedding scene i really did because i thought it was so beautiful and i cried um so i'm not gonna say i didn't like them because i totally need the wedding scene but i felt like they were kind of forced i felt like it was very the movie was very Hollywood. It was like, I don't know, like, it seemed like the production company just, like, wanted to make it like any other typical love story, like, not Twilight. It's like they gave us the movie that they, they thought we wanted. Not, I, I don't know. Like, they, they thought that's what we wanted, but it, it, it wasn't. It wasn't a bad movie, but, like I said, the first three were my personal favorites. favorites. Um... But, yeah, I'm really excited for Midnight Sun. Um, 
I'm so looking forward to reading that, and I'm really excited because Midnight Sun comes out three days before my birthday. It comes out on August 4th, and my birthday is August the 7th, which I'm, like, totally, totally stoked about. I'm like, oh, my God, what a great way to start off your birthday weekend. So I'm really excited about that. Um, but, yeah, you guys are just great, and um, I, it's a great podcast, and it makes me really happy. You guys are super funny, and you guys are really real. I love the fact that you guys are really real. Like, you don't try to, like, I don't know, just I've listened to other podcasts, and they just weren't as real. You guys are raw, real. You guys get into it. Like, you really, really get into it, and I love detail. Um, you guys are really, really authentic, which I love. Like, I, I feel like I know you guys. You guys are really, really authentic, and you're so real, which I love. I love a real person. So, um, yeah, I just want to tell you guys that I'm a huge fan. Love your podcast. Keep doing what you're doing. I hope you guys blow up even bigger. You guys are pretty big now, but you guys deserve everything that's coming to you. And I'm really excited to see more to come. I'm really excited for you when you guys come back. And, yeah, I'm really excited about Midnight Sun. Can't wait to see you guys talk about that. Um, yeah. Uh, okay, thanks. Bye. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my that's, God. I almost feel a little weird playing that because it's too complimentary. I know. Like, I feel like a jerk, but... I'm smiling ear to ear and basically almost crying. Yeah, Mel's, Mel's eyes are tearing up yeah. right now. <laughs> You're going to make me I'm overwhelmed. Cry. That's just, like, the nicest message ever. I know. It makes me feel so validated. <sighs> it's so cool how we can agree on, like, everything. I know. It's so Kaya, crazy. we love you. Oh, oh, my gosh. Also, being told that we're real is... In my opinion, the best compliment we could ever get. Yeah. So thank you. I know, like, I was talking to my coworker, and we were talking about, like, guests we could have on the show, and she's like, oh, you know, Kristen might not want to be, come on, because you talked about, like, Robson and stuff like that. And I'm like, you know what, I would rather, though it would be cool to have people on the show. Yeah. I would rather just have authentic conversations than try to sugarcoat anything just to like please people to get them on as guests True. true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah we I, gotta be real you yeah know? you know but that's so so nice and sorry that we're just playing this now on the show yeah. happy belated birthday yeah, we hope that midnight sun has been everything that you wanted it to be i'm sure it has been that is so cool for your birthday i know wow that is so special. And I love how you were talking about, like, <laughs> like I like the first three movies. The other two are okay. Yeah. And you're like, they're just, I agree. Like, they are kind of what the studios wanted. They're big, big movies. And I feel yeah. like they thought of their audience as a little, I don't know how to say this. They thought of us as Twilight fans as less smart than we are if that makes sense like it was just kind of a big blockbuster Mm -hmm. and a little bit cheesy but then I like you say but I did cry at the wedding (laughs) how am I to criticize it when I did the same thing yeah I know like I was sobbing (laughs) watching it I was I know like on the floor I was curled up in a ball watching that movie so I can't say I didn't it didn't do its job at the time it's true It's like the plot of it all, the actual story still moves us, but just the way it was executed, when you like step back and think about it. In retrospect. Okay, it just wasn't quite as well done as others. Yeah. But still, 
still kills me. Yeah. In a good way. Uh, thank you so much. I know. I feel emotional. I know. Me too. It's that really makes sweet. Me so happy. It's this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast has been <laughs> this. Yeah. <laughs> I just knew. I just knew. What you were gonna say this podcast has been so much fun. One of the greatest gifts of my life. I'm so yeah. happy that we've done this because. You know, and I think a lot of you guys have the same experience. We were kind of in the twilight closet for a really long time. Yeah. I mean, people in my life knew that I was into it, but I was also slightly embarrassed to talk about it because no one else really cared besides Kelly as much as me. Mm-hmm. And I felt like I had to just kind of hide it. And so it's really more than I could have ever dreamed of now mm-hmm. that we have you guys to like, talk about it with and even you know to agree with people on things and even to disagree with people on things about the series Mm -hmm. it is so validating because it was honestly it was kind of hard to love something so much and have to to not be able to really embrace it yeah and it's been just so rewarding to feel like you're the only besides Mel the only person Mm -hmm. that feels this way it's not just about twilight it's like to have the viewpoint of like being a romantic or yeah like, you know just appreciating certain things about life whether it's rainy days or yeah i don't know guys in peacoats like it's it's more than just the story but yeah to hear from people all over the world reaching out to us talking to us messaging us following us it's that feel the same way it's my favorite thing about this show me too it energizes me so much and also i feel like it's been validating because i mean you know we know who we are and like it's not like you really let it get to yourself but like (laughs) i feel like society's mockery of twilight is was also for a long time a mockery of the people who liked it i think we talked about this in one of our earlier episodes like totally if you're a twilight fan that people have an idea of you already and what that means. You're just some hysterical, stupid (laughs) girl or whatever. But, like, in doing this podcast, we meet so many people who are so thoughtful, so intelligent, so smart, so funny. And everyone's so different, And everyone's so different, yeah. It's really not, like, all, you know, people the same age or, like, the same gender. It's people from all over the world and different backgrounds and it's so cool it is so cool and it just makes me feel good about myself and take that my brother who bullied me for (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) kevin if you're listening kevin he's not he's definitely not (laughs) (laughs) oh kevin kevin loves it though like i think kevin likes to make fun of it yeah in a in a weird way in a loving way it's like his way of bonding with you yeah by making fun of you it is yeah twilight (laughs) stupid sparkly vampire if twilight wasn't a thing what would he do i mean you guys know well i don't know if i've ever brought this up actually i dressed my brother up as edward because he's pretty pale Mm -hmm. for a halloween dance once and it was the most attention he's ever gotten from girls. <laughs> you should have kept dressing. I like literally that. overheard girls being like, "Oh my god!" Like, 
like, do you think that's how he really looks, or is it a costume? He looks just like Edward. Oh my gosh. Wow. Do you think that girl's his sister? <laughs> <laughs> that's so cool. <laughs> I was amazing. so proud. Maybe I'll show you a picture. Edward. Man, I feel like I have a lot of like high concept things to say about Midnight Sun. Yeah. But maybe I should wait till the end. Just yeah. like overall thoughts, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I guess yeah. I should wait till the end, right? Yeah, if you want to. Probably. I'm not even freaking done, so. Yeah. <laughs> wait, did I'm, you finish? I have two chapters left, wow. and I'm kind of putting it off. I talked about this in our Patreon episode, too, but um, I'm taking my time, and part of me is feeling bad about that and stressed that, like, some people have already finished it, like, weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, part of me also feels, I don't know, if sometimes picking it up feels a little bit daunting at times just because I really like that I still have it to read yeah. for the first time. I like that I can still be excited about it right now. And, and I will reread it when I'm done, but... Yeah. It will be sad to be done with it. Yeah. Because close it for the last time. I've been looking forward to this for so long Mm -hmm. i mean we all have so yeah yeah it's sad when something you're looking forward to is over Mm -hmm. i will say it's it's an easy book in a way to not speed through (laughs) yeah i worded that in a very weird way basically it is a dense book so it doesn't there's some books you read where you're like Oh my I god! I can't put it down. I like accidentally read it in two days. But usually those books are like pretty easy to flip through. You yeah, know what I mean? and I did that for some of the Twilight books. <laughs> yes, yeah. yeah. Maybe I don't know. This is it is a big book. There's a lot to think about. There's a lot to think about. Yeah, I'm loving it though. I find mm. myself. I don't think I've really gotten to them yet, but there's some parts that I actually felt like I related to. Like I underlined them, and I was like, uh-huh. oh. I felt this way before. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Stephanie, if you're listening, which I don't think you are, but if you (laughs) are, I wouldn't mind all the books in Edward's perspective. I think you can knock it out of the park, Mm -hmm. as Kaya says. Yeah, (laughs) knock it out of the park. (laughs) I would read New Moon. Yeah, me too. I mean, I liked uh, Annika... Hey, Maven, her two chapters that she wrote. Oh, my God, so good. Yeah, give Annika the rights to New Moon. (laughs) No, but I will say, though, one thing Stephanie said is that this book, it took 10 years to write. It was real. She said it wasn't fun to write. So I don't want Stephanie to have to put herself in that state of mind just to make us happy. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah. I I think I said this, but imagining is fun, too. So we can just imagine. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> and we'll read fan fiction. Yeah. Okay, we're almost at two hours, so <laughs> guess we'll end it here. <sighs> Thanks, guys, for listening. We'll be back in two weeks mm-hmm. with more Midnight Sun. Yep. And we're not done. Nope, it's not over. We're going to be talking about Midnight Sun for a while, probably. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I wonder if Christmas will still be done. <laughs> Maybe next time we can do like three hours. Yeah. Do people want that? I don't know. Let us know. I don't Someone know. did say they wanted us to like stay up all night to do all of them or whatever. Really? Yeah. I don't even know how long episodes can be. I don't know. Or maybe I guess we could 
record it all. I don't know. Yeah. That would be fun. That it actually fun. gets a little exhausting talking for... <laughs> it does. Okay, it, it does. sounds so bratty, but, like, <laughs> you do get a little worn out. Well, your energy is super important, and I'll be honest, there have been some episodes of this podcast where I'm like, mm. that mood is not enjoyable for me Our to listen to. Our third episode. <laughs> we were so won over. I know. <laughs> and we were sweating. Yeah, and there was a uh. dog. <laughs> Guys, really skip. bad energy. If anyone's here for the first time and you feel like you have to listen to all of them, skip those ones. You don't have to most, listen. Most people do, right? Like, Feminism Part 2 is our least listened to episode, I think. I think so, yeah. I don't know if it's because people start it and then they're like, oh, this is horrible, and then they stop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is it that bad? I don't know. I don't even want to listen to it. The episode is bad. I don't want to. not in the best mood. <laughs> another one where your energy is not good um or our energy i still haven't listened to the katherine hardwick one not that my energy is not good but i'm just i feel like if i listen to it i will have second hand like anxiety (laughs) so you don't have to listen to it yeah that one i may never listen to (laughs) it's okay like a time capsule yeah never see it again yeah maybe in like 30 years um yeah i don't know there's been 50 episodes so yeah it's hard to remember at this point <laughs> so crazy i'm sure some of them we had oh i'm energy. so happy we shared kaya's message for the 50th episode yeah that makes it special true yeah it was a good episode to do that all right well we should go because i need to keep reading midnight sun yeah <laughs> all right thanks guys for listening we'll see you real soon love ya bye plan to catch bye peace out Contact us at anotherbiteoftwilight at gmail.com or find us on Twitter, Tumblr, and Instagram at anotherbiteoftwilight. The music is by Traces. See you next time.